Hey, deserving listeners, I thought I would respond to a patron email today. This is the Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk Honda. I am chair of the Couple and Family Therapy Program at Antioch University, Seattle, and I'm also a licensed therapist. This email is from patron Linden, famous patron Linden, as we call him. Hi, Kirk. I wondered if you might sometime do a video on fear of swallowing pills. I almost choked when I was two on a large lolly. Uh, uh, Lyndon is from, where is he from? He's from the UK. Is it? God, he's going to kill me. It's Ireland, right? (laughs) He's from Ireland. It's all the same to us Americans. It's all, you know, it's all just somewhere else other than America. He's from somewhere else other than America. And in wherever he's from, they use the word lolly. I'm guessing uh, as a lollipop. It's just my guess. Um, I almost choked when I was two on a large lolly. And when I was a kid, I was reprimanded several times for chewing capsules instead of swallowing them. For years, I did not know how to swallow. And the fear returns from time to time in my adult life. I had a phase from about age 19 to 26 when I was able to swallow normally, but the fear came back again. I read somewhere that a third of Americans have had this fear of swallowing pills, caplets, and tablets. I know it is irrational, but it still affects me from time to time. Regards, Lyndon. Well, patron Lyndon, let me just go on a little bit of a talk here that I'm sure is not new information to you, Lyndon, because I know you're a smart guy that knows a lot of things, so I'll probably just be telling you things you already know. But for those who don't know... Yeah, it's a it's a very normal fear. I mean, when you think about it, if it's normal for any organism to have an involuntary reaction when they are choking, right? You know, when you have water go down the wrong pipe into your lungs, you don't have to think about choking. Your body just automatically chokes and starts to cough to get it out of your lungs. Well, the same goes when you try to shove a big pill down your throat that's hard. Your body has an involuntary reaction to stop that from happening, which is a good thing, right? It's, it's, a, it's a safety mechanism that we evolved long before the human race existed, I'm sure. So, I mean, it probably even goes back to fish, right? I mean, they could choke on things, presumably. So we have it in our, you know, it's in our... Uh, it's, it's a, it's an involuntary reaction. It's an instinct. And so when we are forced by our modern medical wonders to swallow the, uh, and some pills are huge, you know, some, and especially for a two-year-old, I can't imagine, you know, what that would have been like. It's normal to, to choke. And it's also normal to have a fear of choking. Some people seem to not have that fear, but uh, many do. And so it's, it's a, you know, it's not irrational at all, really. It's, it's something that you don't have control over and you wish you could, cause you're saying it's just a pill. I'm not going to choke it. Everything's going to be okay. But it makes sense that your body wouldn't, wouldn't like that, even though your, your conscious mind is saying everything's okay. You know, it's the same with needles. It's totally normal to be terrified of needles. I mean, we have evolved a mechanism to uh, avoid sticking things into our body. (laughs) And when we witness a needle uh, going into our body, 
it triggers something in us, this primal safety mechanism that says, get away from what that is, because that's, that's going to, you know, it's going to kill you. It's, it's, that's bad. So choking on a pill is, is the same thing. So it's, it's totally normal. Now, some people will have trauma regarding choking, as you did when you were too, oh, too, you weren't swallowing a pill, you were sucking on a, on a lolly, and you choked on it. And it makes sense that uh, from that day forward, your brain would have this idea that it needs to avoid things getting stuck in, in your throat because it experienced what that was like, and it was a terrifying experience. And so your, your brain, your body, and soul starts to develop a, a, an avoidance technique to avoid going down that road again and, and being terrified. So that's always something to think about is I find people who have these kinds of phobias will have some initial event that traumatized them. You know, people who have claustrophobia will often talk about the first time that they had a freak out and how that began the progressive road of having the phobia. So the way that you treat it is the way that you treat any phobia and it's through, uh, gr there's various different exposure, behavioral exposure techniques, but the one that I like to use because it's the most humane and the one that people will agree to the most is gradual exposure, just incremental exposure. So you, depending on how bad your phobia is, you might start with swallowing a very, very small pill like, a, you know, vitamin C that, that, it, that, you know, you isn't, you can't, o, I don't think you can OD on vitamin C. I don't know. I'd have to look it up, but you might take a, a very, you know, you might take a vitamin C pill and chop it up into four pieces and, you know, have a very small pill and then try swallowing it. And while you're doing it, you're likely to experience some distress, not a lot of distress because it's not a full blown fat pill, but it's, but it's just a little pill. And, You'll have some distress, and while you're doing that, you're paying attention to your stress and your and your bodily uh, reaction, and your deep breathing, and you're relaxing, and you're telling yourself everything's going to be okay, and you're trying to bring your arousal down so that your body associates pills with being calm rather than with being terrified and with danger. And so you take a pill, you get a little distressed, but then you relax, and then you take another pill. And then before you know it, you can take this tiny little pill without any level of distress because your brain has now habituated to that, that little pill. Then you graduate up to a bigger pill. Again, you're probably going to have more, more physical reaction. You do it, you relax, you, maybe they even make sugar pills for this, maybe like Tic Tacs, you know, like you could just swallow a Tic Tac full, you know, whole or something. I don't know, something like that. And, and you, again, you take, you swallow it, you're, you're starting to freak out. Maybe even you don't even swallow it. Maybe just have in your mouth thinking about swallowing or something. There's some, you know, you just have to expose yourself to the stimulus and then, and then proceed to habituate by uh, relaxing your body and telling your brain everything's fine so that uh, when you graduate up to the next level, uh, you're not likely to freak out. And so you just keep doing this until until your brain has habituated to as large of a pill as you want. 
I'm guessing this is how people learn how to swallow swords and stuff. You know, the people that swallow swords. I'm guessing they didn't start with a huge sword. I'm guessing they started with something very small and, and their body, you know, got nervous and then they habituated and they just, you know, kept getting larger and larger swords until they're doing those crazy things. So that's, you know, that's the way of, of curing your phobia and it's the way you cure all phobias and it's very, very effective. But the key is that the patient has to believe in it because if they don't, they're not going to do it. And they have to be very good at noticing their distress level and they have to be very good at reducing their distress level, which is not an easy feat for, especially for people who have been traumatized and stuff. So, so, and you can do that either on your own or you can work with a therapist that specializes in that. It's, it's, it's a brief form of therapy. You wouldn't have to go very often. So um, you can even have the therapist be there while you go through the exposure. And so also there's various techniques that people will use to swallow pills that seem to work better than others, but it really just depends on the person. Like some people will say, you know, you don't want to tilt your head back when you try to swallow a big pill because it actually closes your throat a little bit. You actually might want to leave your neck uh, normal as if you were just standing there and try to swallow that way. Or, you know, there's just various different little techniques. I think when I swallow a big pill, I think I might like make a noise. I can go, (laughs) I can't remember, but I know that I don't, I don't, it doesn't go down easy. You know, I I think I, I I maybe stomp my foot, you know, like, and just sort of, you know, swallow it. (laughs) And, uh, uh, so I'm sharing that with you. I don't, I don't know why I, I just did that, but I did. Okay. Well, that does it for this episode of psychology in Seattle. Thanks for joining me. If you haven't already become a patron of the podcast, please do, please do so by going to patreon.com. Okay. That does it for the episode in which I, at the end, reveal something embarrassing about myself. Please take care of yourself because you deserve it.